thank you for Amber. Thank you for the word that you have laid on her heart for our heart. Father God, I ask that we would take the truth you speak to us this morning and we would apply it to our lives. Holy Spirit, that you would seal it in deep. And we would be different because we came today. Amen. 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 Good morning. <coughs> You're probably wondering what these two things are up here. <laughs> they're heavy even when they're light. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes when you head off tramping and you pack unnecessary items, which you end up regretting packing once you're an hour into your destination. <laughs> so we'll see what's in these bags, eh? <clears throat> it's the same with us and our life journey. We're carrying emotions, thoughts about ourselves, thoughts about others, thoughts and feelings about our friends, the church, that really are unnecessary and unwarranted for us to carry. Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Why and how do we find this? Such a struggle, oh, why and how do we find this? Such a struggle for ourselves to follow this simple instruction. This week has been a struggle, including this morning. Um, <clears throat> as I knew what God had wanted me to share with you all, and I've had the idea for quite a few weeks, but still nothing was written down on paper. And then last week when uh, Jocelyn was preaching, God gave me like a picture of how to put this across, hence the two packs at the front. Um, and then this week happened, testing me in all areas of my faith and the characteristics of Christ in my life. Words are powerful. They can build somebody up and they can tear somebody down. Standing in the truth of God's word really is a struggle sometimes. A lie that I let, well, I don't know if I let it slip, but a lie that slipped into my life this week was from the enemy. And it was saying to me, you better stop preaching at them. They will call you religious. And what did I do? Knowing full well that my constant prayers and reminders of God's truth over this person's life is what they need right now. And I kept silent. As soon as I recognized this, I began to proclaim over my life and theirs the truth of God's word. And it had me thinking about how I could incorporate all of this in this morning's message. And then to add on to this morning, I went to come to church today, but I couldn't actually get here. So I had to bring up mum <laughs> to come and pick me and the kids up <laughs> because the work van was parked behind my car and David had taken the work van keys because they also have a house keys on. And I was like, oh, you're funny, but you're not stopping me. We're going to make it to church. <laughs> um, Jesus said these things. Um, oh, 
I haven't got the references written down. Sorry, guys. But it's after the come all who are weary and burdened. Um, so it is verse 29. So that one's verse 28. So this is verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Today's message is titled, Live Life Light. Live Life Light. So here I am, I have two packs, one is heavy and one is light. <laughs> We have the choice to pick out which one we would like to carry. We can call this part living. The moments in which we choose which path to go, what we have for breakfast and who we talk to and what we talk about and how we talk, how we choose to live and by what guidelines we choose to live. Is there a Bible in here? <laughs> Hold this up. These should be the guidelines. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> As Christians, our lives should be in sync with what the Word of God says about how we should live. Colossians 3 5 to 8. Put to death what is earthly in you sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness which is adultery. On account of these, you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. There are many verses. Ephesians 4:32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Four thirty-two. No worries. So, which pack will you pick for me to wear this morning? <laughs> they pretty much appear to be identical on the outside. Like us, we are people. We are all people. Um, we have skin and eyes and mouths and jobs and fam. Possibly have families. We have jobs and we keep busy doing the things like life is the things right which pack will you pick for me to carry <laughs> all right so we'll do a hand vote this one this pack here what are you against this <laughs> Or this pack here on this slide. <laughs> oh, wait, thank you. <laughs> Should I try to put the other one on? <laughs> oh, I just wear it like that. Now, life. This is the part of our living that people don't see. It's the things going on in our hearts, minds, and we will call this part kind of like the emotions, the spiritual part of us. We have chosen to live. We've picked up the pack. 
Now what's in this pack, which is hidden, is the life too we choose to lead. The items in this pack define who I am and the outcomes of the choices that have been made. Have I come to him in my weary and burdened state and rested in his gentleness and humbleness? Or have I chosen to be staunch and deny myself the opportunity to rest in him? Am I choosing to live like those in the desert? Deuteronomy chapter 1. Uh, verses 6 to 8. The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, you have stayed long enough at this mountain. Uh, Break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighbouring peoples in the Arabin, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Nigu, and along the coast to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon. A as far as the great river, the Euphrates, verse 8. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of the land the Lord swore to he would give to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. And then further on in this chapter, they appoint leaders of the people and then they decide to send the spies out to the land of the Amorites again. Um, so in Deuteronomy 1 to 20, you have reached the hill country of the Amorites, which the Lord of your God has given us. Hear that? The Lord God has given us the land. See, the Lord your God has given you the land. Go up and take possession of it as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, told you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And then carrying on, so the spies go up to the land and they bring back fruit. Is it fruit? They bring back fruit and they're like, it is good. But what else do they bring back? How many spies come back and say, let's, it's good, let's go? And how many say, no. So what was in their pack? Amen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, that's what I want. <laughs> like people talking back. It's a conversation, right? So, and so I'm asking you, what's in the backpack of your life? Has God promised you something? He has told you that the land is yours. Go and take it. What is it holding you back? What has God's promise over your life been? What is God's promise for the church? Has he told us to move? Has he prepared the way? I'd just like you to take this moment and think about what God has in store for you. So I want to take this pack off. <laughs> Huh? 
I believe that right this minute, God is giving many of us a chance to change our lives for the better. He's given us a chance to receive the riches that he has planned for us. Wow. We don't want to live life with this pain. <laughs> that he has planned for us and has wanted to provide for us from the beginning. Many of us, however, don't seem to recognize this opportunity. We're continuing unsuccessfully to depend on ourselves to meet our own needs while we head down a path that won't bring us the joy and fullness of a life lived for Christ. Now is the time that we need to permanently and consistently turn to God and live out his purpose for our lives. For some of us, this means we need to change the life coordinates we previously put into our GPS and wait expectantly to see where his divine coordinates take us. I'm going to take this pack off now too. What's unnecessary? No tense. I brought the whole package of porridge today, but when you go tramping, you only need to take your portion that you're going to eat each time. We'll call this one worry. You know, worried that we're going to be without. And then, what else we got? I brought my whole bed. <laughs> now, in the tramping world, we don't really need to take our whole bed. We only need to take a sleeping bag. I'll call that one my will instead of God's will. Plus, we've got criticalness and faithlessness on that one. And we always enjoy a good reading book when we're up in the hills as well. Fear and doubt. And... It wouldn't be a trip to the hills if we didn't have a toasted sandwich. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, got one more thing. <sighs> no, I forgot the jug. A beautiful piece of art. <laughs> Unnecessary. The things that we do need is God's will, obedience. Well, these are some of the things that I came up with this time. Faith in God, trust in God, the love of Christ, and understanding. I'm just going to grab a drink.
talk about emptying my dirty laundry onto the floor. <laughs> In order to live out the purpose he has ordained for each of our lives, we must seek first him, his counsel, and what he expects of us. Next, we must actually do what he tells us to do. Finally, we have to realize that we can't do anything on our own. Once he has made his instructions known to each of us, we must respond with acts of obedience. From there, we must depend on him in faith every step of the way. He will give us everything we need in order to accomplish his purpose. We must seek his guidance regarding everything in our lives, and I mean everything. This means to us that we don't just offer up the pieces of our lives that are messed up and broken and midst of strife and stress. It means we go to him for everything all the time. You know, we don't just make a plan without consulting him first for direction and what God has to say. He wants us to seek his counsel, go to him for wisdom and knowledge on the subject. God is concerned over every detail of our lives. Nothing is too small to talk to him about. He has numbered even the very hairs on our head. Now, how's that for attention to detail? Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Admit to ourselves and confess to him that we can do nothing without him, without his blessing on the paths that we take and without his help. We will feel like we are against the current. Nothing works easily when we're in opposition to his will for us. Over there. When we operate within the centre of his will for our lives and we actively seek to live out the purpose he's designed, we will be blessed. The resources we need to accomplish the task will almost effortlessly fall into place. He will make things and people around in order to accomplish his purpose. Psalm 37, 4-5. <clears throat> Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Luke 11, 28. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. John fifteen five. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. God requires us to act by faith in him when we live out his purpose for our lives. We don't always get the full picture immediately of where we're heading before he asks us to take the first step. <clears throat> Much like heading into the hills with your pack, and you haven't been there before, you don't know what the track is going to, what you're going to come across on the track. 
It's unknown. Taking the first step is obedience. For many of us, that's the challenge. We like to be in control. We want to know what that 50,000 feet view or 2,000 feet over in the Ruahini's view looks like before we embark on the journey. God expects us to trust him. He reveals more to us as we need it, and he wants us to have it, sometimes all at once, other times on a need-to-know basis. Stepping out in faith can be a scary thing for some because of the unknown, but for Christians, it's not the unknown. We have the promise of God that his plans are to prosper us and not to harm, plans to, of hope, and a future, Jeremiah 29:11. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. 1 Thessalonians 5, 13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Jeremiah 17, 7-8. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Though the first step is the hardest, to take, maybe the most difficult. Remember that God never forgets his promises. He does not break his covenants. He will not lead you the wrong way. Keep your eyes fixed on him. We'll see what's in this pack. I don't think it's very much. So when you go tramping, you want to have the smallest items. So we've got we've got a little cooker. We'll just pretend this is a portioned out portion of porridge, but it's wild bird food. <laughs> we have our sleeping bag. There's the rest of our cooker there. Much more handier than the toasted sandwich maker I packed and there's probably no power at the hut. <laughs> Got a plate. And clearly there's no books in here. Some roast beef and vegetables. That's a bit more ideal than the bird seed. And our fishing net. Much lighter than the items I had chosen. That's why we want to walk in the truth that God has given us. We need to make the choices to choose the attitudes and the attributes of Christ so we can enjoy this journey. 
as we've been um, talking about healing this morning and then Jocelyn shared with me when I arrived here that they wanted to uh, do some healing and praying and I was like, ah, okay, that's my light part of my live life light. If you want to be light today, we need to be healed in these things. We need to release the spirit of fear, illness, the spirit of worry, the feelings of doubt that overcome our lives. They have no claim over us, no claim at all, that we can walk in freedom, as Japheth sung in that song, that we walk in his will, that his will be done and not our own will, that any criticalness or faithlessness that we hold in our hearts is bound and cast out of our lives, that the love of Jesus claims our hearts, that we walk in the truth of God's promise to us and faith increases. We claim life, we speak life, and we walk a life that is lived light because of the promises God has spoken to us this morning. Do you want to carry on from there? But yeah. Mm -hmm.